Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1625 of EO Fire, right out with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs, seven days a week. Goals equal success, Fire Nation, and with thefreedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Dmitry Dragolev. Dmitry, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Two years ago, Dimitri single-handedly grew a startup from zero to 40 million page views through press outreach, and he was acquired by Google. Now he's translated his know-how into Just Reach Out, a SaaS launched in early 2016, which is now used by over 4,000 small businesses, as well as larger known ones such as Airbnb, HubSpot, Chess.com, and Nickelodeon, to pitch relevant journalists and press to get coverage without the help of PR firms. Dimitri, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. <laughs> Thanks. Well, um, you know, I'm uh, I got two kids and a wife and live happily here in New York City. Uh and I was kind of this introverted uh engineer and uh was never into marketing or PR or any of that stuff. But uh read a few books and just kind of looked around and found myself kind of a little depressed looking at the bureaucratic environment at a <laughs> Fortune 500 company. <laughs> so I quit and sold everything I had and drove cross-country in a Honda Civic with my girlfriend to go to Silicon Valley and join a startup, except I had no experience, so nobody would hire me. So I uh, got my first gig as a free internship kind of thing, and um, just PR kind of fell into my lap. You know, There's a guy there that was teaching me how to reach out to journalists and trying to make me, you know, do certain things for him, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy! You can just like email Tim Ferriss or yeah. you know, like a, or a journalist at the Times and get a response." And he's like, "Yeah, well, if you got the right pitch." And so, yeah, that's how I kind of started out with all this stuff. So within that, your area of expertise is obviously press and press outreach. What don't we know about press outreach that as entrepreneurs we probably should? Yeah, so I'd say the biggest thing for anybody to remember, if they remember anything out of this interview, is that PR is not some crazy skill that only PR firms can do. It's anybody out there who is an entrepreneur who has, uh, or a professional, or an author, or a musician. But if you basically, if you have something worth uh, speaking about, you can actually do the press outreach yourself. It's uh, it's a skill like any other, and you can practice it and get really good at it. But um, you know, I have tons of students, and they didn't know anything about PR, just like I didn't know anything about PR. But in the process, you know, I've become friends with Tim Ferriss and Justin Can from Justin.tv, the Winklevoss Ashton Kutcher. Matt from Mullenweg from WordPress, Gary Varnachuk, Constantine from LinkedIn, all these people, I outreach, did outreach on my own, I built a relationship, and these are just like big iconic folks, you know, like I have, I've written over 1,300 articles on my own, and for most publications out there, I did press outreach all on my own, and it's just, it's just like talking to somebody else who has something that you might have that they might need. And so anybody can do this. And that's what people need to know is that you don't need to hire a PR firm or consultant. You can do this yourself. It's not that crazy. One hour a day is what I say. Let's dig deeper. 
Let's get a specific tactic, something that we can really sink our teeth into and take action on. Share that with us. Sure. So I just had one of my students at PR that converts my course, um, this guy Martin. He's an entrepreneur out of Germany, and he has a company that was um, like software for finding, basically getting rid of all distractions from your computer. Facebook, it closes it for you. And so he just wanted to get some exposure for his software. It's him and like couple other guys developed the software, no PR or marketing expertise at all. And he was just, you know, taking my course and he reached out and said, Dimitri, I listened to all your lessons. They all sound great. What should I do in terms of, you know, getting my feet wet with PR? And I said, what do you know about a lot like what do you what are you an expert in? And he said, well I kind of know a lot about staying focused. Like I studied it a lot. I'm like, all right, go on Quora and find a question that is asking about this topic and find a question where it's, you know, it looks like people have answered it, but you, but the answers on there are not that great. But it's, you know, it's got some people on it. And so he found one and he, and he answered it. And he gave a rather simple answer. I think it had six points in it. And, um, and, and so his bio had a link back to his website and his answer was one of the best there. And there was only maybe 30 answers or 20 answers on that, on that thread. And it got bumped up to the top. Well, the next day it started you know, trending. His answer started becoming one of the best. And in a matter of 24 hours, he, he got 650,000 views of his answer on Quora. Well, that, that translated into his first 100 signups for his software, and he was ex, you know, excited. And that's just a very simple sort of tactic where you, you can get a little publicity without really having to do much press relations, whether you don't need a big deck or a big press kit or emailing New York Times or Entrepreneur Magazine. You can just quickly do something simple like this where it gets a little exposure and you get some quick quick bursts of traffic. And, you know, for him right now, he's just trying to test his software out and see how well it's working. So this was perfect. So uh, that's one of the, I guess, ways you can get a little exposure. Well, let's do this because this will be interesting because by the time this goes live, uh, my Kickstarter campaign will have come and gone and it will either have been a great success um, it either will have maybe just been A-OK or it will be a disastrous failure. It'll be somewhere in those three ranges. Who knows what it's going to be? And so we can really kind of maybe check the pulse and see if, number one, I took your advice and, number two, if uh, your advice worked. So, you know, here I have in one week a Kickstarter campaign for the Mastery Journal that's launching. What would you recommend with your expertise that I do over the next week and then through the 33 days of the actual Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign to maximize my press outreach? Yeah, sure. So the first thing, Kickstarters are kind of breathe of their own. So I usually, um, you know, like have a different plan for people who are doing Kickstarters. But basically the first thing I do is I look at all the biggest campaigns of items or products or in your case journals that are similar to yours but not a hundred percent exactly what you're doing so you're just trying to see what are the most successful ones out there in your category and then you're going to try and see what is the backlink situation looking like for that 
campaigning. For those people that don't understand backlinking, these are just simple links that are pointing to that campaign, to that Kickstarter page. And the reason that's important is that you want to know who has promoted that Kickstarter campaign in the past. And that will be a very strong signal that those types of people or those same exact people will be very interested in your campaign as well because they've covered this other one that did really well. And so there's a couple of tools out there that you can use to kind of analyze who is linking to these popular campaigns in your category. But the idea is that to quickly, you need to come up with a list of, say, 10 or maybe 15 different bloggers, journalists, influencers that have linked to those campaigns and have given them enough traffic. So you want to kind of eliminate all the all the noise, basically, all the smaller guys, because you don't really care about those. Okay, and before we move forward, what are a couple of those tools called that you mentioned? So Ahrefs is a great one to use to find uh, links, just to see backlinks. I usually typically use them. Um, Moz.com also shows you backlinks. I typically use Ahrefs for How do you spell finding A H R E F S. Um, ahrefs.com is the is the URL. Cool. Um, and they yeah, and moz.com, moz.com. That's kind of like the standard. But um, yeah, yeah. So you find who's linking to those guys, and you you try and figure out. Um, you can sort by domain authority. That's another kind of big word out there. But it's between zero and a hundred, and you basically want something that's closer to a hundred. So you're trying to see what the popularity of the site is, and that's what domain authority tells mm. you. And so you you look at who's the biggest sites that have linked to those domain to those Kickstarter pages and you say, all right, well these guys promoted them. <laughs> they probably should promote me as well and give me the type of traffic they gave those other folks. And you can also do a little bit of Googling and just trying to find out, you know, where have they been covered, which which press out publications, bloggers, influencers have talked about them just by doing quick little searches. I usually have a few uh, you know assistants that just do that for me, and they will also find email addresses of people that I should email and human verify them and check them. Um, I usually have them kind of work for my my software company and do it for all the customers who use software, but I use them for this kind of thing as well. Like create a quick little list, 10, 20 people, and they, these people are they've covered the same type of <laughs> Kickstarter campaigns. It's just a little bit different, so. You know, you're coming in kind of saying, listen, you've covered like two or three already or one that is very similar to mine. I got something really, like really fun and, and big going here and would love to kind of chat and hear your feedback. That, that's your main pitch to them. It's not so much like, hey, can you cover this right now? It's more like, hey, uh, you, you cover something similar. I love to hear your feedback on it. And, you know, that person might look at it and they might be interested in it and they might cover it or, or not, but um, that's my usually my approach to attacking um, Kickstarter campaigns. And just uh, follow-ups is probably the most important thing is that I would do maybe two or three follow-ups every two days until they reply to you and test out your subject lines. That's probably the most important thing. Your subject lines should be you know, about under 65 characters and just start testing them out, about two or three different subject lines because you want to see opens. So as long as you're getting opens, then you can kind of figure out if your pitch is making sense. What are some random subject lines you like? Um, scoop is a great word to use. So scoop, um, and then re, and then 
you just literally put the title of that other Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. And then um, in response to, and then or or re, and then the the other the name of the other Kickstarter campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done stuff where um, not sure if you're the person to chat about Ooh. or something like that uh, because um, that kind of plays on that appropriate person yeah. email that was like kind of our old now but it still kind of works if you ask uh, you give them the topic and then you say you the right person to chat about uh i've done um the best one that gets like 89 percent or 90 percent opens is a spelling or typo in your article uh so uh even if they don't have it i hate to say it like sometimes i just do that (laughs) i'll email somebody and be like i think i found a typo in it and we're like oh wait no it's not there never mind i have like a caching (laughs) issue (laughs) caching issue (laughs) yeah but Uh, they'll they'll respond to it absolutely wow yeah so what do you use for a follow-up service so you said like follow up every couple days do you like boomerang follow-up.cc like what's your favorite yeah so i know chris from follow-up.cc so i used to use follow-up.cc a lot i use mixmax i've been uh the the um, the guys at mixmax olaf he'd been just such a good friend of mine and when they were first starting out, Mixmax for Gmail, M-I-X, M-A-X, and they're just great. So you set up literally the whole thing, you know, every two days, and the thing just churns. It's in your – and you get to see reports that are nice looking, and it's just easy for me to figure that out. And you could do subject line testing so I can see which ones get the most opens. It's just the easiest. And I usually have a bunch of assistants just do all the grunt work for me. So they'll go and research everything and generate a nice little list for me so I can like go after all these folks and not really spend like hours a day trying to figure out like who's covered this Kickstarter <laughs> and the your email address. Well, on that note, on the Kickstarter campaign specifically, like how do you find those backlinks that you're talking about? Like how do you find who's linked to the Kickstarter campaign? Like what's that actual process look like? Yeah. Yeah. So you take the page of um, a popular Kickstarter campaign and you put it into the, the tool like Ahrefs and you just go to the backlink tab. And actually another tool that comes to mind is BuzzSumo. BuzzSumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O. Uh, and um, they, they do the exact same thing. You pop that link or that Kickstarter page into the tool and you hit backlinks and then the tool just turns and starts going and it says all right here they are and it gives you this big list and then there should be a filtering option so the filtering option usually like popularity wise what's the most popular site some tools just put the most popular up front some don't but you just basically want to filter by domain authority that's the the big filters like how high up a hundred is the best, zero is the worst. And so you're looking at something like 60 and up, that's really good. You know, 50, those are pretty good. 40 is, you know, decent. 30 is, you know, not that amazing. 20 and down is pretty, pretty much you just want a discount. But, um, and that's it. That's your list. And then what you start going through it is like you start clicking through and trying to figure out like who is this person who wrote for this publication or this blog like, what's their situation? Look at their Twitter. Figure out, you know, is that a blogger? Are they a podcaster? Is this a site hassle for me for them? And then figure out, are they going to, you know, talk to you about this stuff? Are they interested? And then that's where you kind of shape a little bit of an, the angle to them. And, yeah, that's the general process. 
So Dimitri, let's kind of move forward to you right now in your business with Just Reach Out. Like, What's the one thing today you are most fired up about? Probably helping small businesses pitch journalists and influencers and get featured outside of their like little circle of friends. So we have like, well, it's been only a year since we've launched Just Reach Out, the, the software, and it's growing to 4,000. It's crazy, 4,000 people that are using it. And that's kind of crazy for me because, uh, you know, like years and years ago, like I was just bummed. I was just like entrepreneur walking around like, oh, nothing is working. Yeah, not even that long ago. Not that long ago. <laughs> 2014, right after that acquisition, um, I didn't decide, you know, I didn't join Google or anything. The team that I was working with went and joined Google. And I kind of was like walking around trying to build the software. And I was like, Oh, man, and I kept remembering uh, Philip Rosedale told me, you know, he's like, if you like, if would you be still doing this, whatever you're doing now, would you be still doing the same thing? Would you do this if you had you knew you're not going to get any money, you're not going to get any fame out of it. You knew like at the end, nothing's going to come. But would you still do this now? And I kept thinking about it. And I'm like, I, I yeah, I have to do it. Like, I have to help people reach out journalists, even if nothing is going to come of it at the end. I still gonna do it, and so I kind of worked hard on it, and we launched. And yeah, it's four thousand. Four thousand people is kind of crazy, but I'm still fired up about. It's just so funny. Like entrepreneurs, they can build a product, they can build a team, they can build a whole thing, but they just can't figure out how to write an email to a journalist or an influencer, and they think it's like people hold these magic keys to connect with somebody. <laughs> It's just crazy for yeah, me. Yeah, a lot so of these was, people are looking for content, Fire Nation. Remember that. Like, that is part of their job. So be bold. Reach out. And, Dimitri, you have some value bombs coming our way in the lightning rounds after we thank our sponsors. Health and wellness is a huge focus of mine for 2017, and I know in order to get and stay on track, I need to commit to the time it takes to plan out my meals and stay dedicated to my workout schedule. But if you're like me and don't have all that time, then you'll love Sunbasket. Sunbasket delivers delicious, healthy recipes and fresh ingredients straight to your door. Imagine getting dinner on the table in just 30 minutes. It's healthy cooking made easy. Sunbasket offers paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian breakfast, and family options created by an award-winning chef and approved by nutritionists. With every delivery, you'll get organic, non-GMO ingredients from the best farms and fishermen. Each meal also comes with pre-measured fresh ingredients and easy-to-follow directions so you know it's time in the kitchen well spent. Visit sunbasket.com slash fire today and get your first three meals for free. That's sunbasket.com slash fire to get three healthy, easy-to-prepare meals free. Sunbasket.com slash fire. Building a strong team to help support business growth is critical, but unfortunately, building a strong team isn't easy. Always remember, it starts with just one team member and grows from there. And what better place to start than with ZipRecruiter.com, where you can go to find qualified candidates who you can trust and rely on. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, 
all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into Zip Recruiter's easy to use interface. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Dimitri, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Lack of um, self-belief. I'd say <laughs> I um, really struggled with uh, like believing in myself and uh, I just thought that um, I would not be able to do this because I didn't have prior expertise. This was my first thing on my own. So uh, just motivation, self-belief, kind of like that I can do this. What is the best advice you've ever received? Would you still be working on this right now? No money, no fame. Would you still be doing this? And I'm like, you know, I, I use that to test what I'm working on and, and guide my life uh, as an entrepreneur in the entrepreneurial journey. So um, it's really hard. Like most entrepreneurs are looking for that big exit. They want to be acquired. They want to get the payout. They want millions of people listening to them. And that's what they're striving to. And that's their goal in their mind. And then they want to help the world too. But then you take that away like, would you still be doing this? And that's a hard question to answer all the time with your actions. So, yeah, so I've been guiding my, my way through, through that question. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? So I meditate and I, um, I've been doing yoga for a long time, but I've basically turned off the clutter. Um, I don't have email on my phone. I don't have notifications on my phone. I don't have any apps except Google Maps on my phone. I've even turned uh, off any kind of buzzing or notifications from text messages, and mm -hmm. I don't text as much anymore. So that has really helped me like stay focused. I feel like uh, it's crazy with all the stuff that's coming at you news-wise. Um, also, no TV at, the, at home. Um, usually reading or meditation at home, uh, no, no, no watching TV during the week or anything like that. So, um, and then listening to news maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. So, uh, yeah, just trying to make sure I'm focused and, uh, not living in the future and not living in the past. Uh, I think somebody, somebody was telling me if you live in the future, it's anxiety. If you live in the past, it's depression. So <laughs> just being, being, being present. So trying to follow all that. What's an internet resource you'd recommend? Growthhackers.com. Uh, Sean Ellis started the startup. The, the, it's like basically a Reddit for marketers where they kind of post their best marketing advice. And, I'm into marketing, so I really like using growthhackers.com, and I just check it out once in a while. They they usually have pretty good outvoted stories about how to, you know, improve uh, your marketing life. One book, Dimitri. Why would you recommend it? How will you measure your life by Clayton Christensen? Uh, it's probably the one of the best entrepreneurial books, and you have an entrepreneurship crowd. Um, just comp not, you know, he's written like innovators dilemma and stuff, but this specific book, how will you measure your life? I feel like 
really digs deep into uh, why certain you know entrepreneurs and also business people do what they do and it just digs at that money question and also fame is that um, he kind of looked around his his class at uh, Harvard Business School and he's like listen like all my Friends have become huge, huge, huge successes. Yet they're, you know, like they're on Fortune, leading Fortune 500 companies. They're CEOs, CFOs. They're in the news. They're in the government. They're big people that we all know. But they're probably the most depressed mm. and uh, depressed people he knows. And they have the most dysfunctional family life. And overall just really really unhappy and not that the goal is to be happy goal is really harmony you know like have everything together happiness is just a byproduct of what you do but he's just saying like going after money and fame and and also doing things for that is just like this endless spiral of uh, just it, it keeps going down this hole and you'll be more miserable with every promotion you get and this book really changed the way like I was approaching what I was doing and, and doing when, you know, like taking on projects and, you know, just doing what I do. Of course, I have to survive and live and I got two kids and stuff. So I do stuff for money, but it's uh, it's different now. Like I'm finding ways to actually spend way more time with family. And I don't know, this book really really like I remember a lot from it and my grandfather when he was dying like two years ago he uh, said you know um, I don't remember much from my professional life I do remember all my interactions with my family and my you know my loved ones that's what comes to mind the last couple of years of your life that's what you reminisce about and talk about and like where you are at life and Clayton Christensen in this book was talking about most of his you know like they don't most of his friends that are really successful in the world, they don't talk to his fan, to their family. They don't have really good relations and just overall really depressed. So anyway, good book. Dimitri, let's end on fire, brother, with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. If you have never, ever approached PR or, or done any kind of press outreach, um, you know, do one of these two things. Go and um, there's tons of questions on Quora. Try and answer one question that is somewhat popular and give it the best answer you got and, and see if that's better than everyone else on there. Um, you, you know, you can also go on Help a Reporter or um, we our service just reach out and we can find people, journalists, who actually are asking questions about your expertise, such as entrepreneurship, business, Bitcoin, whatever, and just answer one of those questions and see if they'll include you in the next article because that's what they need. So, um, And just try get your feet wet because, uh, honestly, you guys can do this yourselves. Um, and then a quick little uh, offer for anybody. So um, 50% off for a lifetime forever wow. off our software. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just reach out.io slash fire. Uh, I thought I'd just go big and let anybody kind of <laughs> get 50% off forever if they want to do this. Uh, so yeah, sign up and um, all the details are on that link. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with DD and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. If you just type Dimitri in the search bar, his show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about. Fire Nation, these are the best show notes in the world. Timestamps, links galore. 
and take Dimitri up on this offer, 50% off for life, just reachout.io slash fire. And Dimitri, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Thank you. Thank Good to be here. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Dimitri today, and I hope you enjoyed how I turned that into a little personal lesson. <laughs> and if you are ready to turn your funnels on fire, I have a free step-by-step, step-by-step, John, step-by-step course <laughs> created by me, JLD, and Kate. It's awaiting you over at funnelonfire.com. I will catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Building a strong team starts with just one team member and Zip Recruiter can help. They've been used by over 1 million businesses for good reason and right now you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com/fire. That's ziprecruiter.com/fire.